This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Inked and Geeked. Come on out and see us. You can party with the Inked and Geek girls at the official after parties. Also, there's going to be four days of nonstop tattooing, art, and cosplay. Over $500 in cash prizes and awards for cosplay contests. Also, Geek Goddesses, Burlesque Show with special guests and host Gothic Sushi will be there. Miss Comics and Miss Tattoo Fest Beauty Pageant on Sunday. Also, there'll be tattoo contests and awards. Celebrity horror film guests like Tony Mora, Jay LaRose, John Dugan, Robert Lasardo appearing in films such as Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Human Centipede 3, and Saw. And artists from hit TV shows like Sci-Fi's Face Off and Ink Masters. And the pro wrestler Golden Links himself, Lince Dorado from the WWE. Also, the be comic and tattoo vendors and photo ops with guests and more. Also appearing Geeked and Ink Girls, Brie Bangarang, Brianna Blackfire, Bailey Bay Cosplay, Daisy Chang Cosplay, Emily Ostrom, Ivy Cosplay, Little Ludus, Murder Doll Ivy, Rage Cosplay, Siren Croft Cosplay, Sushi Yvette, and your host, Gothic Sushi herself, Maria Saber. And that's all going down March 16th through the 19th, 2017 at the Bradington Area Convention Center. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent ya. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and Hello, internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do so on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Walmack. Usually I have my main man Deuce, but Deuce is out. He is not feeling well. He is under the weather. Much love to you, Deuce. We want you to get better soon, and uh, hopefully he'll be back on the the next week's episode. But with me in his place is the fourth member. I'm going to call you the fourth member because you've been on multiple times now. I'm going to call you the CEO and founder of Grapple Maniacs on Facebook. We have... Mr. Sean Cook. Who That's you a act- whole different tax bracket I don't want to be a part <laughs> of. But, but hello. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, and you actually uh, heard us. Uh, oh. <laughs> there goes my beer. Uh, you actually heard, because uh, we were dropping these episodes, obviously you already know. Tuesday's episode uh, was the amazing interview with Lindsay Dorado. Big shout That's out so to good. him. Thank you again. Uh, for no, no work on our own. It was all him. Yeah, he was just, he had some amazing stories to tell and the, the whole stuff with Rich Swan and like his, how you, how you, you know, he, he had to strike, you know, through uh, perseverance to get through where he is and to learn from other people and, like, his love of watching, uh, you know, the big guys back in 94 and Royal Rumble and, and all that stuff. It's really cool just to hear this. So go back and check out the interview. It's amazing. And share, if you love wrestling, find us so we can add you to the Grapple Maniacs. So send us uh, a tweet at the Grapple Maniac. Yes. 
Uh, or uh, HH Podcast Show on Twitter uh, on uh, on the Happy Hour side. So send us something, we'll add you, and uh, so you can be on there, and maybe we can get a uh, old Lindsay Dorado on there. Hey, maybe we'll, we'll see. I don't know how that. Do some Facebook friends with him, so maybe we can get how the old double is about Facebook groups. We'll find out. We'll find out. But we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are twice weekly podcast. Dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And we we wouldn't be what we're doing right now without the fans. We want to give you folks listening at home a big shout-out. Because we're everywhere pretty much you can find us. Uh, you can find us on Google Play. Our main hosting is SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're actually... Well, we're working on Spotify. Sorry, not to j- jump the Uh-oh. shark there. We're working on Spotify, uh, so not yet, but in the, we're in the process of getting on there as well. So uh, Stitcher and everywhere else you can find podcasts. But thank you so much for listening. For over two years, we've been really running strong, over 200-plus episodes, having some amazing people on, our good friends like Sean, and, uh, and just it's awesome. We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys and your support. So thank you very much. But we also wouldn't be able to do it without our amazing sponsors. We also have uh, the Grove Roots Brewery over in Winter Haven, Florida. Amazing. Joe over there at the Grove Roots Brewery has some fantastic, fantastic original craft beers there. I mean, we've already talked about how the amazing Seed Splitter, which is 6.3 alcohol per volume. It's American Wheat Ale with Valencia Orange. It's so sweet. It's awesome. It's, it goes down so nice. I mean, you also have the 32-ounce growlers for 7 bucks, 64-ounce growlers for $14. Go in. You can fill them up and take them home with you. So if you have, like, a UFC fight or, or if you're going uh, to wrestling or watching NASCAR, whatever your, your heart's content, you can get, take a growler with you. And they also have some amazing merch. Deuce was donning this awesome Grove Roots Brewery T-shirt. Really cool. They also have some amazing food trucks there. And uh, on Wednesday nights, it's it's awesome. And also uh, check out their uh, their snack bars. They have like meat sticks, and they have uh, amazing crafted uh, popcorn as well. So check it out, and uh, go to GroveRootsBrewing dot com and uh, tell them the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you in. So Sean, yes sir. Uh, you and I get this is the first time that you and I. Uh, now that I was thinking about it, I was kind of, we were talking about it online, and I was like, "This is the first time that you and I just get to sit down." Yeah. We talk all the time. We do, but not on a podcast. Like, no, old, it's usually we're mixed with people. In, inmates we, actually get to run the asylum without Deuce. Yeah, as our, um, I guess you would say, uh, whoever runs the asylum. I'm running out of wor- running out of uh, words. The to ward, say. the warden, master. warden, maybe warden, yeah, warden. Yeah, yeah you just call him warden. Yeah, yeah, um, well, so. He's not here to, to, to keep us on lockdown, so we get to roam around and have a little fun tonight. Exactly. And, of course, uh, you are part of the the Grapple Maniacs. Uh, fantastic fun group. I mean, awesome people. All yeah, there. we got, you know, you, me. Justin Martin. Justin Martin. Brian McCord. Uh, one of my favorite posters lately has been uh, Marcus Roper. Yes. Uh, he, a um, friend of mine, uh for years uh, he lives out in Georgia but he and I have a lot of the same like me and you mm-hmm. have a lot of the same mindset on certain things when, especially right. when it comes to wrestling exactly. and he was uh, I was uh, with Brian uh, McCord who's um, who runs uh, One Fall Gaming yes on definitely Facebook. go and check that out as well um, we you went, guys went to a show recently we, we went to Monday Night Raw uh, the first Raw of the year and I got a text from Marcus during Actually, it was after the what I like to call the massacre of Sami Zayn or the <laughs> uh, the yeah. uh, Braun Strowman Sami Zayn la- uh, one, a last man standing match, and he goes, "Please tell me it looked just as good as it did on TV." I went, "It looked 
better. It was, I, I thought he died. It was insane, <laughs> as people oh, were saying it online. So oh, not oh. me. I, I didn't come up with that, but it was insane, of course. Uh, a, I think it's cool because I think they're booking. I think Justin Martin, uh, he said he made a good point that they're booking Braun Strowman, right? Because like, there's a lot you can do wrong with the big guy, you know, um, i.e. Uh, Ryback. You know, you could book a big guy oh. wrong. Right, we we all agree with that. Shudder. But there's also some really cool things that you can do with big guys because, like Braun Strowman, for those who don't know, I mean he 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 was around. Like I was going on his Instagram, uh, and like he's been he hasn't always been this big. Like yeah, he he's always been like a country guy, like big. He calls himself he, country strong. He, he's always he was been, a lot chunkier than he is. Right, now. he's he leaned out a lot. I remember seeing him. He was like four hundred something pounds yeah. in the day, and he but he could still lift. But it was like I, I think they were doing some sort of interview with him and uh, on the network. Uh, network does these cool little like vignettes, and they were saying, "Yeah, you know, I kind of decided to get into the powerlifting." And so I said, "Hey, do you want to get into the world's strongest man stuff?" And that's how he kind of was training. And then he started getting cut, and then like it kind of went from there. And like the dude like has an awesome look when he was with the Wyatt, and it was cool that he was able to branch off from the Wyatt family and do his own thing because I, I really think with the, the Raw SmackDown draft, I think it's really helped uh, bring people that... I'm not saying that Braun Strowman's a mid-carder, but is able to bring people up higher on the list, you know? Um, and I think that's a great one of the great things with the draft is being able to elevate people and give people their own matches and titles and, and stuff like that. What also helps that he is pretty much the prototypical big guy that Vince really likes. Right. Um, and the fact that, you know, every week you actually see marginal improvement from him talk to talking. His backstage stuff. His, really his, his just mic work, he's just coming across as like this great, like unstoppable bully. And that's how I, how I look at him. He's basically, well, the way I look at him right now is kind of funny. I'm going to say it this way, but he's essentially WWE's answer to the unstoppable version of. Nelson Muntz from The Simpsons. He doesn't go, ha ha, but he puts the hurt on people and it's believable. Yeah. He's slowly becoming one of my favorite guys to watch, which I don't really like the big dudes. Neither do I. We usually, you know, we usually like the more technical guys and stuff like that, uh, or more high energy guys. But but Braun Strowman comes out there and, like, you just don't want to mess. He looks like a big Mack truck going to run you over. Like, he is, I don't know, like, it's it's insane to see him because, like, He's big. He's strong. He's got that awesome look with that really. I mean, his beard is like like there's a it's beard ridiculous. and then there's like his know, his crazy beard. His beard has a beard. His beard That's has how, a, has, has a zip own code. beard. It, it has, has a zip, a zip code. That right? too. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the way they're pushing him is very reminiscent to uh, how they were pushing Umaga back in the beginning. Sure. Yeah. But he's really starting to take shape more like how WCW pushed Vader. Back yeah. in the early 90s, right. like this unstoppable heel. He's a monster. Nobody really survives an, an, an encounter with him. And as we, you know, with Sami Zayn, even Roman Reigns. And he comes in and messes with other people's matches because he's pissed off about yeah, something. Yeah, Which he, is cool to he see He ain't that. taking crap from nobody. Yeah. It's like, it's like when Kane, the old Kane days, when Kane got mad, he'd go in and just every match you come in and just double choke slime everybody. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was awesome. Our friend Brian would love that because he's a big fan of Kane. Uh, and like it's interesting to to see what happens with his character, and hopefully, like you know, with the split and obviously titles and all this stuff. I, I hopefully one day he'll. I think it's too early for a title run, but I, I really want him to be like dominant. And he hasn't gone against Brock Lesnar yet, right? No, um, but that would be a match people would be interested to see. I think he hasn't really had like 
another big guy to really test his strength. No, out. and Monday, not this past Monday, the Monday prior, where he was double speared by Goldberg and Roman Reigns was his first real taste of someone of equal size. Right. Um, and this past Monday, he was like, "Yo, I, I, I want." one or both i don't right. care and there's like we know he's not going to get goldberg however is he in Royal rumble he match? is in the rumble i could see him uh, winning it not no. winning it, it but starting something with the undertaker okay because undertaker is always looking to you know pass the torch to someone like his size like he tried to do it with kane um a big show that kind of thing Right. I mean, and it's worked, but it hasn't really worked. Like, they don't have that. You know, Big Show has been around forever. And by the way, Big Show, I don't know if you've seen him lately. He looks amazing. Amazing. I don't even know who that guy is anymore. He's lo- I think they said he has lost 105 pounds. Something like Something. that. He's like, almost, he's back to like his WCW like, he looks look, so except good. for that he doesn't have any hair. Well, the thing is, like, you, it looks like he has way more energy in the ring. He's oh, not, yeah. He's, he's the, not tiring out. No. He's not doing these slow, like, walks anymore. Like, remember when we went to the the, the Lakeland show and he, he the main event was him and Kane. Remember and yeah. like and how slow mm, moving he was and mm. how like he just wasn't at all. He was very lethargic. Yeah. And now look, man, he looks so good. Man. Yeah. He looks good for him because like he was having a bunch of issues with his knees yeah. and all that stuff and and like it's good to see that. Maybe it's not easy for him to lose weight because of his. Um, Giantism, gigantism, or whatever yeah. it's called. Like, yeah, he had the pituitary growth. Yeah, I mean, he, he had, had the surgery, but remove. it still affects him, though. It still yeah, affects it, it his really body. messes with his metabolism and all that yeah. stuff. It's really right. hard for him to keep that. It's easy for him to gain weight, no problem. Right, but yeah, the dude's strong. Props to I mean, the dude's Ooh, so strong. You have to be for that big. I mean, it's insane. I mean, he's not Andre strong, but he's close. He's very close. He's not like he's drinking barrels of beer like we're just drinking a can. I'm like, man, right. that was good. And Andre's like, give me the seven more. Yeah, exactly. Um. But it's it's interesting to see what's happening on both brands, Raw and SmackDown. Although I do feel like sometimes, like I feel like SmackDown is really trying to make it its own brand. Like, hey, we're the dominant brand, and the talking smack is fantastic because Daniel Bryan and Renee Young are being. They feel like they're talking shoot stuff. Oh like, yeah, you have you have like John Cena coming on and just like as heel, like. Yeah, oh, it felt like he was doing like he's like you know what screw everybody else. I'm here for me. I know what I can and, do. And I love what the Miz has been doing on it. You know, uh, obviously some of it feels kind of shooty a little bit, just because I feel like he still feels well, like he's a little. Well, that's what I like about SmackDown is because it's almost storyline wise, Attitude Era esque. Right. Especially with the whole thing between Miz, Maurice, Dean Ambrose, and Renee Young. Where right. Dude, he, I wasn't expecting that. They're very private. They are. Know? Uh, Dean and um, the only time you ever knew Renee. anything about it was t- uh, Total Divas, and even that was very like yeah, secluded. Very, but like yeah. she, she looked legit pissed. pissed that she brought it, that they brought. Well, it also up. in a PG era, talking about sleeping with someone, you know, like that's yeah. a little like. Well, I, was, I mean, it's but they I did think, it after the nine o'clock hour. But I think, but I, th- <laughs> it's true, it's true. After the nine o'clock hour, yeah, everything goes. But but I feel like the first big turn was that big that big uh, uh, promo he cut on Daniel Bryan. Where Daniel Bryan, where Daniel Bryan said he's like a coward in the ring, and that looked like legit. Yeah, like, he. Looked- I've had people online in our in our Grapple Maniacs page is like fought back and forth. Was that a shoot? Was that a work? Who cares? It doesn't matter. It was amazing. It, uh, it elevated the Miz to an, to the stratosphere. Uh, I also feel like Daniel Bryan. He's done really great work, even though if he's not he's act or whatever. If he's not really portraying, maybe you know, he's a TV manager, but he's still great to have him in some capacity. There's also a talk that they're going to let him have one more match. 
I'd love to have him. And it might very well be the Miz, because that's what it seems like they're leading up to. It's very possible for WrestleMania, if not SummerSlam. Because he looks in great shape still. I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, the guy probably works out every day. Right. Mm. But I actually really liked, you know, we talked about with Lindsay Dorado uh, in, on Tuesday's episode about how he and Mara Ranella did the commentating for the Cruiserweight Classic. And I thought Daniel Bryan did a good job of actually. He was he was very energetic. He was more uh, He was more like the face version of King. He was he, yeah. he, he was very like out there well, and like I mean, very he dramatic. Was, he, he was he was the, excited. The vo- he was the vocal advocate to borrow a word from Paul Heyman um, for that style because right. that is his style. It was just cool to see him go, oh my gosh, Shining Wizard, I haven't seen, seen that. that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this is so like, cool. I remember when I used to do things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, you didn't hear that kind of stuff. He just, he would get really excited like yeah. he was a fan. Yeah, he's like, super like excited. Are. And and Marronello, I thought they had, and also, credit where credit's due, Corey Graves and Marronello uh, and Austin Aries, the three of them uh, are awesome. My look, favorite. Touch on Austin Aries again. He is like the modern living embodiment of Bobby the Brain Heat. Oh, so I'm waiting him for him to call someone a humanoid or a ham and egg. Because <laughs> if he does that, I'm done. Yeah. I, just, I, 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 mean, I can't say anymore. I love it because like he's doing what he's supposed to do with the heel analogy. He's lifting up the heels and and making the and making the um, the baby faces look weak. Right. Yeah. That's what he's saying. You know. And he's all like talking about you know like it was a, a match between uh, Davari and Jack Gallagher and. He's like, oh, I don't know about the, this guy with that rainbow underwear. I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, that guy looks like he just ate a, a, a box of Juicy Fruits or something like that. And I was just like, ah, oh, this or is. Or he makes fun of his broom. I'm right. Or his broom, his umbrella. Yeah. Uh. I was just like, yeah. It, it, it was just hilarious. Like, uh, I, and also, you're right. He has, he's hinted of several times that he's coming to the 205 line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said it outright. Like, he, he when said, I'm I think he said I'm the ready. first time when he was on, he says, well, I'm ready to go. Do everybody take And that's take, really going to elevate us. that. That amazing show. Well, even like more. He, what he did for uh, TNA when he was their mm-hmm. X division champion, and then he was the one who introduced the idea. It was like, at whatever show it was, Slammiversary, the X division champion fights the world champion, and if you know the X division champion wins the world title, then there's a tournament for the the X division, or the world champion takes that title. Well, let's talk about TNA real quick because that's something that you know oh, we're, we can talk about TNA. <sighs> Not really what the brand is, but I I would argue no. You can you can add or disagree. I'd say the four biggest stars that came out of that that promotion, that brand, is AJ Styles, Samoa. Even though they've worked in other promotions, but the main you know it got uplifted is AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, and Austin Aries. Four of those are probably the four biggest stars that came out of that promotion. Do you agree with that? That is a pretty good um, accurate. Thing to say, I mean, you got other guys. Other guys are there too, is like James but, Storm and all that stuff. Yeah, like some really good guys. There. Bobby Roode, probably Bobby Roode? the most underrated guy sure, they've ever absolutely. had. They pushed him to the moon as much as they could. But I think he was tag team with James Storm, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, beer, yeah. beer money. Yep. Um, he's part of Team Canada when yeah. he first went. Oh in. hell yeah! I remember Freaking Team Canada. I, I saw Team Canada right when it back when it was in the pit over there <laughs> in the Universal <laughs> Studios. Eric Young was there. Yeah, I mean, like a lot the, of those guys. Eric Young is good too. Yeah, Eric Young. And a lot of those big guys, the those guys that were the face, the faces of that company, are they went to the other side? Well, I think I I want to see, and I think we'll get to see this. I want to see an AJ Styles. I think they're gonna put, and obviously when this when this episode drops, it's, it's gonna be on Friday. But like I, oh, this may or may not have happened. So keep that in mind when you're listening to this episode. It may have, but like some other Joe is gonna get the jump soon. Like yeah. it's gonna get pushed over. To I the say Rumble, Rumble. Yeah, he probably probably be a Rumble entrant. 
Uh, but we have to see a Samoa Joe AJ Styles. Oh, match. we have to. I, I want we, it. We, we have, to. have to. And if it's some reason, like right now, I would love to see. He's older. Mm-hmm. He's one of the older guys on the circuit now. Christopher Daniels. Oh, I, oh, I love. I would love Daniels. to see him and Frankie Kazarian make a jump to Absolutely. at least NXT. Yep. Just to you know, because they're getting a lot of Ring of Honor guys. God, it's so great, and I also love like, I actually really love the feud between um, Samoa Joe and. Uh, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke, I'm thinking of moves now. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, their feud was excellent. Oh my god, it was, it was amazing. so great. And that, and also, I loved, I loved NXT Takeover Canada when when um, Bobby Roode was going against uh, um, um, Ty Dillinger, and they had those awesome entrances, and and then and then. Uh, Bobby Roode is out with my son is a huge fan of Bobby Roode. I've actually posted on the Grapple Maniacs page. I got him for Christmas. The uh, uh, Bobby Roode. I'm Bobby Roode. That's glorious or whatever. I'm glorious. Uh, that's Roode or whatever on the back. And like, it's just like my son just loves him because it's like I've told people the reason why I think he likes him is because he's got this moxie to him. And he also has this kind of like re envision, this re of 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 a of a uh, uh, Ric Flair, you know, he's right, got that. Yeah. He's got that like, big like. Look at me, I'm mm-hmm. I'm the greatest. He, he reminds me of a good uh, combination of Rick meets Triple H. Oh, absolutely. Because his wrestling style is very Triple H, grappling and strong. Uh, but yeah, his attitude brawling. and his presentation is very very Flair. Right. So I mean, he's he's like that great hybrid character, which. Although people he's, have tried to do, but they never really been them pulled off. But he's doing it well. Exactly, and I, and I think it's great. And I also think that NXT is is. I almost have to treat. We we joke about this all the time on the Grapple Maniacs page, but usually the NXT pay per view is way more entertaining. Yeah, and, I and mean, we, it's almost like the point where you said before, like don't even compare them. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I can't compare the two shows because I look at them as they they're under the same banner, but they're essentially two different things to watch. I mean, you're getting. Basically, what NXT is to me is old school WWF, yeah. where things are played out for months at a time instead mm-hmm. of just three weeks. Oh, we have our match. We're done. Let's move on to the next thing. Right. Like they do now. You know, the slow burn. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah to quote you, the slow burn. Yeah. So, I mean, I really like that, and I, and they ha- and they showcase lots of different talent. Uh, everything from you know tag teams, women. I mean, look what they're doing. Cruiser, with, even the cruiserweights well, are on what, it too every now and then. Well, yeah, and look at what it's like TM sixty one and the revival. I mean, man, some fantastic. I mean, look, American Alpha. I don't, I don't know of a tag team that has jumped from NXT to the main roster to win a title so fast. Like, yeah, I mean, I thought they were faltering when they when right. they had that tournament. They did the tournament for the SmackDown titles, and they took out uh, Gable. Right. But I was like, well, they're done. Right. And next thing I know, they beat the new Wyatt family. I'm like, right. okay, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, I've been wrong on many occasions. It's not yeah, we, I mean, time. I think it's a curveball. I think we all weren't, weren't expecting it. I mean, I, I feel like the, you know, now that the rumors are that Kurt Angle might be coming in. Yeah, they're saying wrong. He make, role. A, make a Rumble appearance. That would be, you know, they always do one or two surprises. They do. Depending how many people they're putting in the Rumble. I honestly thought it was going to be another 40-man Rumble this year. Which, the last 40-man Rumble is the one that Alberto Del Rio won. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, the, which um, is the biggest. It was actually, yeah, it was the biggest. And it was actually really under uh, underrated because it, I agree. at the end, the, the ending of that match was probably the best Rumble ending I've seen in a while. Where everybody thought the comedy character that was Santino Morella was going to win. Right. And he was he thought he was going to win. win. Yeah. And he sold he, it so well. He sold it so well. I was a believer. 
and then as soon as we all believed it, it was over because he lost. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, but the Royal Rumble is always exciting. We all, uh, you know, the last couple of years you've been we going over Deuce's house, and it's always been a blast, and and it's just fun kind of predicting what's going to happen, and and uh, we always like draw a number like who are you going to get, you know, yeah. and it's oh, really funny. And I remember one year I got Bo Dallas. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not like Bo Dallas, but he's not going to win. No, the he's not going to win it. <laughs> you know, and then and then and then someone got like Bray Wyatt, and someone else got. Like it was like some are like oh that really like they yeah there win. were some people who got really I remember the one year that what we, was 2015 when we right did, yeah last because Nate yeah. wasn't at the last one right but I picked Roman Reigns and I just kept saying yo Roman Reigns is gonna win this they're like who did you pick I ain't gonna say and everyone's <laughs> like well who won I go I did give me all your money yep that's so funny because <laughs> so the year before that was Batista Batista yeah 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 that was like that was like the worst year for like. Like the fans backlashing because I remember they were just so stunned and and then well, you had that, that and the Undertaker you had uh, Undertaker losing you yeah. had CM Punk unceremoniously leaving that was his last match that was his last he match. sat in the corner for like he 30 was in minutes. that match for forty five minutes and he gets eliminated on by by Kane who was right. already out of the match right and that was like he was at the time for whenever I remember re- uh, reading this right and remembering it. Um, he was a bit advocate for Daniel Bryan to win because he was the hot story that year. Right. But he wasn't even in the match. Right. And uh, he's like, well, if, you know, at least let me go out decently. And they didn't let him go out decently. And the next night, next day he walked out. Um, we haven't seen or heard from him in that capacity since he's since has been on UFC, lost his match. Yeah. In a minute and whatever uh, it was. Hey, still, f- Longer yeah. than I would get. Fast. He still lost. He took longer than Ronda did in the last fight. Oh man! I love Ronda, and I, 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 I think her place. I think she's done. Her time is done. And I UFC. think she's done with MMA. She for could now. go WWF because she loves the she loves WWF. And they yeah. already planted that seed. They did with The Rock and all that mm-hmm. stuff back at WrestleMania. But someone re- um, was saw on Twitter. Jonathan Coachman is affectionately known as the coach in the WWE. He's done some great work with he, ESPN. He by said the way. there's no way they're going to sign her. They don't want a broken star. And I was like, they'll still do it because they can re- they could build her back up, no problem. Like, yep. They can do a great redemption story with her. Yeah. Where it has nothing to do with UFC, but it could lead her back to there. Right. And Dana White sees like she can do whatever she wants. She wants to take time off. Take time off. If you want to do something else, do something else. And I'm not a big follower of MMA. I've just been following that particular story right. because it was a huge deal. I mean, here's the who everybody classifies the baddest woman on the planet, and she got punked again, and it was bad. I mean, I and, it, I, and allegedly she got she got striked for uh, for for uh, some sort of hormones or something. Oh, I I, I, I she did look a lot bigger. Allegedly, I'm yeah. just gonna say allegedly. For I know, her. like the the way in and stuff. She was laughing. She was having a fun time. So, like right. that wasn't Rhonda. I don't know what her, yeah. her mindset. She's probably like people were saying. Like she's probably mentally still wrecked from losing the. Yeah, because she used to be so like just like intense. She just gets in people's faces. Yep. So she's you know it's it's like the it's like the 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 um but anyways uh it's it, uh, it'd be cool to see her presence in WWE yeah, again because yeah, I think the fans were you know were like oh well, that was cool with her and the Rock and stuff and uh, and how they responded with that and uh do you think this year in 2017 what do you think if you have to make and I'm just throwing you on the spot what do you think is gonna be like one of the biggest surprises this year for for a specific wrestler and I'm not saying 
you know, like who do you think is going to surprise us the most this year? Um, well, I mean, for just out of, out of left field surprises, and this is probably on everybody's mind. I think the the return, the expected return of Kurt Angle. Yeah. Um, possibly managerial. Going, managerial. I know. I see him as an active competitor, uh, but maybe doing a stable thing. Where everybody wants American Alpha, but there's rumors that if he comes back, he will be followed by not only Shelton Benjamin, but Charlie Haas as well. The original American the, the, Greatest the, Tag Team. The, yeah. the, the world's greatest tag team, or their original name, the God's Greatest Tag Team. Yes. Which was really bizarre for WWE to use. Yeah. Um, but I think um, the big surprise, and this guy has just proved, again, that he's a real workhorse for the company, and he never gets his credit, is The Miz. Uh, his last six months, he's his his mic work, his matches have all been on point. He's made a credible run with the IC title. Um, it, he's due for another shot at becoming world champion again. And I, we've seen AJ versus the Miz before, but we've never seen a motivated AJ, uh, Miz versus AJ. Right. And if we get him, he's got his wife by his side, and she's a perfect fit for him and that his gimmick, which is pretty much probably close to real life as it can get because right. the guy believes he's a movie star even though every movie he puts out goes right to dvd right and they're usually pretty awful yeah um but you know kudos for him for still having that wwe believe in him that he can sell those movies she's like uh i, I do i really do I, at first i was like his wife's coming now like I, at first i was not cool with it and then i started seeing like how she's like been interfering with matches and like actually like doing a good job in, in distracting the ref and like certain things like that and i feel like maurice is is kind of like this generation's uh not yet but she's building up to be this generation's sensational uh sherry a yeah, little bit i i can see that yeah. i mean she when she wrestled she i i've always enjoyed watching her yeah. wrestle. she was a former divas champion she was the yeah. first divas champion if i'm not mistaken yeah i think so yeah. uh, i would love to see her get back in the ring and actually have a she match looks like amazing shape too um and she's on total divas mm-hmm. um which I haven't really been keeping up as well it's as I good. should. It's been good. I've um, been, I've been or, or Total Bellas. I don't even know if that's even still on. That was an interesting train. Total Bellas, yeah, still on. Okay, yeah. that was an interesting train wreck. Especially seeing how big of a jerk John Cena is outside of the WWE yep. with his Sheldon Cooper-like uh, uh, living contracts. It was, yeah. it was ridiculous. But it's crazy. And he, uh, <laughs> well, speaking of uh, contracts, Uh-oh. we need to pay some bills. And we'll okay. be right back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Sci-Fi Bartow. Brought to you by Main Street Bartow. And, of course, by the host, Lori and, and Sean Serdinsky. And, of course, it's going to be Saturday, February 18th from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. in the beautiful downtown of Bartow, Florida. And of course, you've got special guest Scott Finster is going to be headliner, Rusty Harrell, which is a Star Trek expert, Joel D. Winecoop, our good friend, and a Jedi Knight Training Academy. Also, the 501st will be there in full force. You don't want to miss that. There's going to be a hundred science fiction vendors live. Also, if you want to be a vendor, don't forget to go and check them out on Facebook at Sci-Fi Bartow if you're interested in being a vendor this year. Also, there'll be music. There'll be two costume contests. 
and there'll be a television themed car show which is over two blocks including Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazard General Lee, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit, and the Pizza Delivery Truck from Toy Story. And of course, because this is Super Sci-Fi Barto, there'll be lots of superhero themed motorcycles and there'll be a prize for the car show. Also, the Game Master Nick will be hosting television-themed game shows during the day, and there will be discussions all day and panels, including Doctor Who and secret celebrity guests showing up from 11 a.m. till 8.30. Also, at the end of the night, they'll be showing Avengers on a two-story movie wall. You don't want to miss it. And also, if you want to bring the kids, it's a great event for the family. There's kids' activities, including bounce houses and rock'em, sock'em robots. And all the downtown businesses will be opening, selling delicious food, everything from coffee to sandwiches. You don't want to miss it. Who else is going to be there, Johnny? We're going to have Maria Saber of Gothic Sushi. We're going to have Michael Carey of Michael Carey's Fine Art, as well as Josh Bauer of JB Designs and AJ Productions. Come and see your boys at Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce live at Super Sci-Fi Barto 2017. Don't miss it, and it's totally free! This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. My name's Johnny. Of course, we oh, have technical difficulties. We have the uh, Deuce is out. He is um, feeling under the weather. We wish you speedy recovery, Deuce. Uh, in his place is our essentially our honorary fourth member, yeah. the uh, Mr. Grapple Maniacs himself, um, Sean Cook. Yes. Um, thanks for having me back, Dan Johnny. Yeah, we're happy to have you. And, of course, uh, we're kind of just running the gamut of things. We're talking about wrestling. I actually wanted to kind of uh, change change topics a little bit. I wanted to ask you what you've been playing lately, video games-wise. It's been all over. I've seen you all over the spectrum playing right Man, now. Man, I have what you call... Video uh, game ADD? Pretty much. Yep, I've uh, heard of that. Uh, <laughs> I am the worst. I see something, ooh, dude, let me play it. And I'll play it for like an hour. And I'm like, okay, I'll go back to this. But let's see, uh, WWE 2K17, which is, I, I like it. I like uh, it. It doesn't feel like it's as fully packaged as last year's, but the mechanically, it's more sound, especially just the way they've done the move sets and the countering. And like, I also feel like the uh, submission system with uh, the the quick time events or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like that better than the the spinning the circle yeah. around. Well, I've been like. There's a, a series on YouTube of things you didn't know about WWE 2K17. Mm-hmm. They show you like certain things you can do. However, I did not learn this. What I what I found out when you're doing an entrance, 
especially for tag team, you can mash themes together. What? Yeah. You can combine two songs. Basically, what you do is you take one theme, you start it, and you can pick where it starts and ends, and then you can put another theme in. So, like, say, if you want to do, let's say, the new Wyatt family with, with, with Orton and uh, Bray Wyatt, you want to have the beginning of the song starting, and then you want to have that scream come in, and then the Wyatt, you can do that. It's I didn't amazing. know that. I, I didn't haven't know done that. it yet, but I didn't Brian's confirmed it. A couple other people from the I group didn't know that. It. It's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and like, what I like about the game is, freaking, a lot of people hate this, but I love the community creation. So do I. Um, going back to how in the last uh, the last show, Lindsay was talking about in the game a lot. How you know loves people doing stuff. I found an amazing Lindsay Dorado on there. Yeah, and he pretty it looks just like him. It does tattoos everything. There's yeah. people on there should be working for TK for two K. You almost said THQ. I saw you. I TQ. Almost, <laughs> I almost did. Rest in peace, THQ. Well, the, technically, they're back. Nordic Games is running with the the surname TH. They call themselves THQ Nordic Games now. Oh. So technically, THQ is back, but not quite. But uh, look, they've only been doing it on like you know the dark the Darksiders re-releases and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, which are a couple of ones I'm trying to play. Uh, we let's talk about the the South Park thing. How uh, worked? It was supposed to come out. Supposed um, to come out out on the sixth of December. December. Yes. And now it got pushed back to March. March twenty first, the same day as Massive. We both drop. agree. We loved. We loved the uh, Stick of Truth. Stick of Truth. I'm still. I, I, I replay. I'm replaying, I'm replaying yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. I love that game. That game is awesome. Uh, really great game. So we're we're looking forward to you know the the um, fractured butthole. Um, <laughs> so it's such a clever. I think it's clever. <laughs> it but. is, but still, it's just terrible. Because uh, when you say it, it's fractured butthole, but when you look at it, it goes, fractured butthole. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? Yeah. Um. Anyways, you were saying. Uh, oh God, I mean Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Andromeda. We're looking forward to that. Looking forward to that because we we got announced online that it's going to drop uh ten days early. Or a it's, week uh, early. It's uh, four days early. Four days early, ten hour. Ten trial. hour trial on uh, EA access. So definitely, Which, uh, if you guys don't have EA access, it's, it's the worth this winning gold, man. Thirty bucks a going, year. Well, I have PlayStation. Well, too bad for you because it's only on Microsoft, so they passed on it, and PlayStation has their PlayStation now. So no one's using the PlayStation. No, <laughs> dude, it's expensive. It is ten bucks a month, and you only get PS3 games. So. Yeah. For right now, for now, but they they four hundred and fifty games. So I mean, be, far as qu- content goes, you get a lot for the money. You're getting four hundred fifty games plus over twenty for EA, but at least it's all the EA games that are currently out. Right for Xbox, right? So. Like Battlefront just came out um, for EA. I, that game, I didn't think I was gonna like it. I haven't played. I refuse to play the multiplayer. Because right. I hate the multiplayer in Battlefield games, right. but that single player campaign is intense, mm-hmm. especially if you're wearing headsets. Yeah, you hear people dying, get run over by tanks behind you, and screaming, and you're like, I don't know what. I've this been is. playing a lot, a lot of Titanfall. I'm already, I saw it the other day. I mean, playing. I'm I'm like level forty now. I jumped from like level like twenty to forty within like a week. You know when the last time I played was with me? me, you, and your neighbor. Oh, my friend Chris. Yeah. We should play against. Yeah, we should. It, it's a really fun game. I, I really enjoy it. Um, and I actually Twitch streamed it the other day. You can uh, find us, uh, Twitch TV forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. 
Uh, and I'm going to start Twitch. And that's one of my happy hour like resolutions for this year is just go out there and Twitch stream more. I, I don't know if anything else will add up much from it, but I just want to go out there and be more in the Twitch world. I watched your Battlefront one from... For the, the for the beta, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, oh. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. I was just sitting there watching. Oh. Yeah. It's this just, is what this is like. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's different, you know, when you're watching someone else play and, and interacting and someone's talking in the chat. It's about, it's more about, not about the game, more about the interaction with yeah. the community and stuff. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So, um, and, but yeah, so I will definitely be checking out some of those as well. Uh, so yeah, the I mean, Mass Effect Andromeda, I mean, th- what they showed at E3, it, what they've been showing lately is insane. Right. Um, like the combat looks really good. And it, visuals look amazing. Yeah. Um, the only thing that really kind of makes me sad is like the, a lot of the races that we've been accustomed to aren't going to be there. Yeah, because it's a different galaxy. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like you, we're not going to have guys like um, like Grunt. We're not yeah, going to have that. Krogan species. species. Yeah. I mean, pretty much there, depending how you play the game, you either helped the species grow or you killed it. So, right. so I'm, I mean, I'm excited for that, but I'm going back and playing the originals again. So am I, yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying, just able to get my old save off my 360 into the cloud, so i got to figure out how to pull it down. Oh. Out of the cloud so I can I know, have a level of, like, 39 character. I want, I, want to, I want to start the game over and, and like, do, like, the... A higher difficulty and just right. go nuts. Yep. And they just added Dragon Age to yeah, they did Dragon Age Origins. Oh, uh, Ghostbusters. Right. Ghostbusters. So they've game. done, Microsoft has done a fantastic job with their uh, backwards compatibility. I think it's been a, a game changer, to be oh. honest. It's it's so great. They know? may be losing the sales war still, but they're getting a lot of people who, who eventually stick will pop, or, pop right. or stick around. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah, I won't say this. I mean, I'm a two PlayStation Four owner kind of person, simply because my wife has commandeered my PlayStation right. into the bedroom. Sure. I didn't pay anything for that one. Right. Essentially, I didn't pay anything for this one that I just got. But this way, I can play my games. I've been trying to play The Last Guardian for oh, two I want to play weeks. that. That's a game I want to play too. Um, yep. I bought it for Best Buy. I had to buy, buy two, get one free. I was like, well, I get this game. Everybody talks so great about it. I've never played it. And I've gotten as far as installing it in my bedroom. I'm going to install it in my other room. And then uh, the remastered Odin Sphere. Oh, yeah. I was like, I got that. That game looks uh, uh, look just, it's one of the prettier, prettiest games I've ever seen because they yeah. redid everything. Yeah, it looks fantastic. So, I mean, I'm waiting. To, I'm wanting to play that. It's just having time. But I'm, I'm trying to make that resolution. I'm going to try to game a little bit more on not just my, my, my Xbox. Well, it's funny. Is, I feel like that. 2016 is the year of the Xbox for me because I was like I didn't have I, I bought my Xbox in February uh, 2016 and I I didn't I bought it and I didn't play it for a few months like two three months I was still playing PlayStation 4 and all that stuff and then all of a sudden it's like all my friends started buying it buying an Xbox One or they were buying games you know online like like death not Destiny but uh uh you know Battlefield and mm-hmm. and Star Wars Battlefront and all these things they're going on Xbox I was like in WWE and thanks to you they have mm-hmm. it for the Xbox One um and so like everyone's kind of going in that way on the multiplayer and I was like well I might as well you know start playing and now I'm you know with EA Access and all that stuff I've just been trying out trials I've been you know been getting excited about games and and like it's it it really is great to have you know we're lucky we have both systems not everyone has the luxury of doing that um but you know we were smart about it mm-hmm. um. I get mine at tax return every year if I have the money. I mean, I can't just go out and pop five hundred dollars. Yeah, neither can I. Yawn. 
know where that came from. <laughs> I'm not tired. Um, anyways, but yeah, so like, there's a lot of there's a lot of games that are still coming out um, that we don't know a lot about. Um, we know a little bit about. Um, we still like the the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm interested in. I, we saw a leak price point of two fifty, which if that's true. That's going to move a lot of units because people well, people are going to pay two fifty to play a Nintendo machine. Like, far as I know, when this episode comes out, they would have their press conference. They would have already had the press conference. Yeah. That's right. So we will find out more. You already know if you listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like this so is so you're weird, sitting like, here, you go, listen, douches. We already know how much it's going to cost. Go, hey. This was done before then. Yes, but we can predict still. We can still yeah. predict. Uh, yeah, two fifty is a. Well, Pretty attractive price. It is like that's what, that's like pre-sale for attractive. People will pre-order the console for that, and yeah. that helps numbers and helps. Far as I know, they will. From what I was told at a at an insider at GameStop, um, my 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 allegedly buddy, allegedly my my buddy who runs one allegedly, um, he said they're making their announcement the twelfth, and the thirteenth is when they're going to start taking pre-orders, because right. it's supposed to come out in March. Right. So, but I want to see what. The real obviously, software lineup's the, gonna be right. Obviously, the the thirteenth, I think, is the presentation, or is it tomorrow? It's the twelfth. The twelfth. The twelfth at five a.m. Uh, in Japan, uh, which is um, I don't know. Someone do the math somewhere, please. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll I just might, say might be happening now. Time. I don't know. I, I don't know. No I don't understand Japan. Yeah, that's its own time zone. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting to find out. Obviously, we'll we'll know by then. By the when this episode is already aired, we'll know what's happening. Most hopefully, we'll know more about it. Did uh. Almost at Disney. I don't know why. Um, Nintendo, they do a great job with their directs. It's usually they answer all your questions. Typically, uh, hopefully, we'll know more about the games they showed on there. Like, is there a new Mario game coming out? It's supposed to be the new, new Breath of Wild is supposed to be on there too. Right. And the new, a new Mario. They, know that they, they showed, they showed it running Skyrim. Skyrim, maybe it's the remastered edition. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be the remaster. Which the remaster, if you guys haven't played it, it's pretty awesome, especially yeah. with all the mods. Yeah. Um, I love I love Skyrim. I, I put like 225 hours. That's my wife's favorite game. She would have me, and this is sound. This makes her sound insane, but <laughs> um, she would be like, "Hey, check out my house," and she would show me everything, how she decorated it, like all these. Yeah, different that's the pieces. that's the hearth, I'm like, uh, "You gonna go fight a dragon?" No, I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, this is boring. Can, there's <laughs> literally a DLC where you can just build your own house. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. like the hearth guild, hearth, yeah, the hearthstone, hearth hearth fire, fire yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I got into it. I didn't get the DLC till later because I was still stuck in the main. Like literally, like for me, Skyrim was an escape. Like I would go and play the game, and I would have my headphones on. And the score, the soundtrack was amazing, and I would just like just get lost and mm-hmm. run into some guy talking about his dog, and he's like, "Hey, my dog is missing. Can you help me?" Like this was like two hundred hours in. I hadn't found this guy. And I'm like, <laughs> this, I mean, it's a big map, anyways. But like, there's so many nooks and crannies yeah. and caves, and like, there's so much stuff there. What I like, like the, about their quest system is like, if you if you killed someone randomly, that's it. Their family would come after you. But they've always done that, right? In all the other Elder Scroll games, yeah. but this one they just made it more personal, right? And there were two things you've always had to avoid in that game: mammoths and giants. Yeah, giants in the very beginning. I got hit by a giant. He launched me into the stratosphere. I am not kidding. This guy yeah. went black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had I wish I had a way to record it at the time because it was on my, my three sixty. I go Would you He kept going and this guy went black. So would you say it was a Skyrim job? 
I would. I, I, I guess you could say I was Skyrim job. Oh my gosh. You can send all the hate mail to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And if you want to congratulate Johnny on an awesome dad joke, that was the one. <laughs> it's always the dad joke. Dad joke. We haven't done it in a while. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to in the gaming world. Um, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm curious to see more announcement from the Project Scorpio. Yeah, me too. 2017. Um, they're they're gonna be announcing more uh, about it. It's supposed to be coming out this this year. Yeah, I yeah. think it's gonna be like normally like fourth quarter type stuff. Right. So we probably know. However, more. However, the E3. sad the sad news is that Scalebound that game. That oh, looks we so should amazing. talk about that from Platinum I Studios. I, I don't want to talk about it because it upsets me that they canceled it. Yeah, where you can ride indefinitely. On stuff. Yeah, it's done. Like they. Well, it was to the point where. Bethesda, not Bethesda. Um, Platinum said we're cutting our ties with Microsoft. That's a huge statement. Yeah, I was like, what? They probably were trying to stick huh, their fingers in the pie so much. This game looked like more than seventy-five percent done. Yeah, like it, it looked, looked like it was like months looked, from shipping, right? It looked like it should have came out for Christmas. Right, it really did. I like, mean, it, but what? The see, that, was, that, everything was that good. makes me wonder what was so bad that they had to just cut ties with it because, like. Not necessarily the game, but like what was so wrong with their their relationship that they had? Like, well, it's probably something along the same lines as uh, South Park Studios and and uh, Ubisoft and. There's a lot uh, of moving parts. Yeah, there's yeah, like you know they were heads. probably trying to say no, no, do this, do this, do this. They're and like Platinum wanted no, to do their own thing. Well, yeah, they usually do do their own thing. I mean, and, we'll probably see it at some point, just under a different name. Maybe, maybe a little re- reworked a little bit. In, sure. Who knows? It could be something that pops up on PlayStation only, or even the Switch. Well, yeah, because Platinum has always had a good relationship with uh, with PlayStation um, and, and, and Nintendo, because they the Bayonetta two is a Wii U exclusive, really phenomenal game too. Um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, I was like, that kind of just came out of left field. Yeah, I thought I mean, it was like a joke at first. I'm like, I, serious? I, I I felt a little let down. I was like, oh, that's 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 terrible. Yeah, I was really looking forward to that game. Yeah, it looked interesting. Um, and lo- it's one thing if it was a game that wasn't like super like pre-alpha stage. It looked didn't no. look, but this thing looked like it was months, like couple months from release. Like it, it looked, looked like super it was, polished and ready yeah. to go. I mean, they could have released it that day, broken. It probably still would have been fantastic. Right. So I mean, uh, and hopefully we get some form of that game and iteration of it somehow. Um. From Platinum, you yeah. know, they might have to change, like you said, change the assets, change the name, you know, some of that stuff. But like the engine is theirs. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft doesn't own that engine. No, not but at all. I think the problem is Microsoft owned the IP, the name Scalebound. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some but licensing. I mean, it's that issues game there. Is, like, was announced on Two, the 360. Three yeah, it was. It so, was originally going to be a 360 game. That's right. Like so, it's been in development in developmental hell for like four or five years. Yeah, it's true. Um, speaking of like developmental hell I mean I, I feel like um, Deuce and I were talking about the video the, the game awards and and how Hideo Kojima you know he's he's got his own studio and, and how he's making his own games and uh, you know, he's not with you know uh, Konami anymore and you know his legacy with Metal Gear Solid and all that stuff just awesome pedigree of games he made and now it's like he gets to go out and make his own I still don't know what Death Stranding is I st- I, I do you know what it is? No. I was trying to talk to Deuce. Deuce is like, uh, I don't know. Because you, you see Guillermo del Toro in it. You also see Mad Mickelson in it. And then you see, like, guys under under sewer. And then you see, like, this. I don't know. I couldn't. The, 
it looks pretty, but I have no idea what I'm looking at. That's yeah, a problem. We're like, what's the whole idea behind this game? Like, yeah, give you us see the... babies floating around yeah. like, in the water. I'm like, what is that? And like, there's a connection to those babies. Are they alive? Are they dead? Are they portals to another dimension? Like, Deuce Deuce made that made that uh, uh, prediction that it's actually Silent Hills, but they changed it. So it's, it's like possibility. that would be really cool. Like if they go because wasn't it? Well, didn't doesn't it still have uh, what's his face from it's, The Walking Dead in it? Yeah, who was going to be in Silent Hills? Yeah, who Guillermo del Toro was going to team up with him, and Guillermo del, Tor- Guillermo del Toro is actually in the game as they yeah. have the beard in the beginning in the in the, mm-hmm. in the Game of War trailer. It's like, yeah, I think we'll maybe still get maybe it. it could do. Maybe it could be just like time jumping or weird. It could who be. knows? But it looks pretty. It just I don't know what it's about. Um, the only thing we could say about about the guy is that his games are usually kind of weird. They're very weird because Metal Gear Solid was straightforward. Metal, Metal Gear Solid Two kind of got a little off track. Three was out there. Four, forget about. It. I didn't know what I was playing. Right. Because they keep cutting back to some cooking show, and it's like I I, I can't play, <laughs> I can't even play this. <laughs> and then five. The the thing. <laughs> I understand five is a phenomenal game. It is fantastic. However, that opening sequence always puts, puts me to sleep because it's so long and you can't skip them really. Right. So I was like, I want to play it. It's been sitting it's on my really good. It's actually. been sitting on my hard drive for going on two years now. It is. <laughs> I'd say Metal Gear Solid Five is uh, probably my most enjoyed game I've had in a while because like it's it's all about the gameplay loop it's, yeah. it's not really about the story which is weird because Kojima is about story mm. it's own weird story it's very story but, but this one isn't doesn't have a lot of cutscenes it's more about just, you know, it's all about it's just fun to play the mm-hmm. gameplay loop is is excellent yeah I'll, I'll, I'll have to eventually try it out yeah. that's another way for it's a, that's one of my resolutions for this year is how to stay awake while playing games you get tired at the end I get, of the night. Dude, I just, no, just, I just get like, I'll, just, I'll be wake up fresh right from eight hours of sleep, 10 hours of sleep. I'll go play a game. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just pass out. But like certain games will keep me awake. Like, um, well, I'll fall asleep playing 2K17 all the time. But like games where I have to constantly manage right. my character, like role playing games and stuff, yeah. I'll stay awake longer than that. I love role playing games. Uh, I'm uh, talking about Odin Sphere earlier. Yeah, but let's talk about the big. Role-playing game of 2016, Final Fantasy 15. Yes, I'm playing it now. Me too. I, have, I haven't touched it in a couple of weeks, but I've enjoyed what I played. Um, you don't. Like I know there are certain things in that game that shouldn't that <laughs> should not be allowed to be seen because they really portray an inaccurate version of women. But I enjoy looking at it at the same time. Yeah. You. The first one is the girl mechanic. Yeah. She, Cindy. Cindy. Hello, uh-uh. nurse. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, a uh, bunch of guys at work were talking about it and go, what's going on with this Cindy character? Like, what do you mean? And I go, if she was real, she wouldn't exist. No. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, she would have burned off this planet. She would have been too damn hot to look at. <laughs> um, but I mean, the gameplay itself, I'm, I'm it's really, fun, actually. really, I'm like, I like Final Fantasy. Um, I even got on limbs. I absolutely hate Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. That's like my least favorite. I know uh, a couple of people within our circle are not a big fan. I think like Manic is not a big fan of it either. Mm-hmm. He's more of a Nine fan. Who uh, big shout out Manic? He does our theme song yeah, by the way. Killer. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I, it's really I, fun. I always, it gets you, it gets you excited. Twi- I rewind it back after it's done playing, so I can hear it again. Yeah, it gets you pumped it does, you know, it, for the it, show. He's, he captures the abs- essence of yeah. the program, and I love well. the music that's in it. It's got that like old school like 
Street Fighter like feel to it. It's awesome. I yeah, like. I read something the other day that he was looking for a producer to help him loop in game music into his beats and stuff. That's I'm like, awesome. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. But like going back to Final Fantasy, I mean, the combat is really good compared to usually it's active time battle or you have to manage well, yourself. Well, 13's uh, combat system was wasn't as fun in comparison to 15. Usually you usually have the active time battle. We have to wait, pause, until your meter fills up. Then yeah. you can attack. This one is is like it's action. It's like yeah. immediate, and it, you can com- combine attacks. You can uh, you have these uh, like well, almost like they're not limit breaks, but like you have these special abilities that you can command your teammates to do. Yeah, your, your tag team moves and stuff. Yeah, it's really really cool, and I love the guy that t- uh, I don't remember the names now of the characters, but Neither do I. Uh, Prompto, I think is his name. He takes pictures, mm-hmm. and you get these really cool pictures. And he's the super annoying character. He's like oh, he's like super scared. Like yeah. he reminds me. He looks like a, a like a poor man's cloud because he's got that. Yeah, cloud hair but his character reminds me of a combination of Scooby Doo and. Shaggy. <laughs> he's like, do we really have to go there? He's like, yes. He's like, soinks. Yeah. <laughs> but he's always like, I'm so hungry. Yeah. At the same time, you yeah. get that one dude who's like the badass chauffeur, but he's also like the, the like he'll cook you like anything on the under the moon, and the food yeah. always looks fantastic. I'm it like, does look always fantastic. Like, this is this is you can't even make this in real life. <laughs> I know. Like it looks, but yeah, the game is really enjoyable. The music's great. Uh, I. I, I've liked what I've played so far. I've only put like a couple hours into it, but I've really liked it. So hopefully, yeah, big shout out to it was it Florence and the Machine? Yeah, for they that have, really haunting rendition of uh, was it Lean on Me? Yeah, from, stuck in my head for days. It's, every time I hear it. yeah. it's amazing. Really, really great. Especially yeah. when every time I see the like commercial for it on TV. I'm yeah, like, it's oh, excellent. I'm, I'm screwed. Yeah, it's excellent. That was really when you push on the car. And stuff. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was really. <laughs> That threw me off at first. It's like I just got into this game. I spent an hour installing, it, and I had to push a car. Yeah. All right. Better yep. go somewhere. Yep. But if, like it took a while for it to start to really get going, but once it got going, like you know, yeah. the shit hit the van. It yeah. Was, that game was on. Yeah, it's awesome. So definitely, um, stay tuned, and we'll have we'll have you on when you finish the game, and <laughs> maybe you and I can review it. So maybe pencil in the schedule sometime in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I say good. I have a stack. You have a backlog. I, I have a backlog that, well, let's just put it this way. It's about 60 games on my PS4. Most of them are just games I've played before, but a lot of stuff I have on PS4 I haven't tried out. And if I install everything on my Xbox, it's like 520. It's all from backwards compatibility and new stuff. Wow. I, I, like, where my money goes. Don't tell my wife. Yeah, I won't tell her anything. I'll cut this She doesn't out. listen to this anyway. She doesn't. I'll cut it out anyways. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but there's a lot of great games coming out. A lot of games are already out, you know, that you should be playing. Uh, like Final Fantasy 15, Metal Gear Solid 5. Definitely uh, go check those out. Um, yeah. That has been another episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And like I said, Deuce, we, we feel for you, man. I hope you have a speedy recovery and we miss you. And um, how do people find uh, you on the internet? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at the Grapplemaniac, and I'm on Facebook through the Grapplemaniacs uh, yep. site. You can just, um, just search Grapplemaniacs. Throw me a request to join. Um, if you're not fake, I will accept you. Yep. And after that, probably send you a friend request as well. Yep, because you're a good guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm nice. You brought, the, you brought my kids' presents. I did. My wife. And, and me. And you. Look I'm at that. You get. You are the gift that keeps on giving. I, I, I am the podcast Santa Claus. You are. Every time uh, you come <laughs> over, you bring us something. Well, I, I got stuff either I find I see you guys would like or if I already have it. You know, 
I'm like, I got to clear out room anyway, so I'll just pass it along. Awesome. Better than to sell it than just right. rather than we sell appreciate it, it, sir. No, that's Definitely. not a problem. And you're an O's fan, so uh, that's yes. That's, we had a good season. We had a uh, mini camp just finished. Yep. And Deuce was actually messaging me the other day about spring training games in Lakeland. So oh. He apparently wants to go check that out. Nice. So we'll have to figure out a day where we all we will go. have to do that. And then, obviously, I think we're all going to meet up for the um, the Ring of Honor um, pay-per-view. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, Supercard of Honor, yep. April 1st, Lakeland Center. Yep. Should we got to buy our tickets if we haven't done it yet. Yeah, I know. They're going to be selling we out. We were going to try WrestleMania, but we no. decided to skip that hot noise. So we're probably not going to do any of the WWE events. This year, um, yeah. and they don't go back to wrestling tidbit. They just announced uh, WrestleMania 34 returning to your neck of the woods, New Orleans. Yes, yep. So be crazy. It's gonna be. Hopefully, they have some big things they can pull out that year too. Yep, that was so. the craziest WrestleMania I could remember. This is insane. Well, thank you, folks, for listening. Definitely go to the Grapple Maniacs um, and send. Uh, send the happy hour or Sean uh, a message saying hey I want to join and he'll, he'll add you and I have the ability to add people oh, too yes you do. so um, I can add admin. I can add it up um, and uh, definitely uh, send them a request and go there especially if you're a fan of wrestling that's why you be there so we want more wrestling fans always more the better yes, um, more conversation because that's what I love about the group is we always have these amazing conversations like sometimes you get like what are your top three whatever or uh, what would you think about last night's Raw and, like, who do you think isn't getting a push, who should be getting a push? Like, just all kinds of questions. And yeah, it's fun and to get everyone's thoughts. Everyone's so interactive, too. And everyone has the difference of opinion. Yeah. And we'll butt heads. And we'll sometimes they get heated, but usually it's like, all right, you said your side, I said my side, it's over. I think it's universal. I think we all agree that, that um, Chris Jericho is the best. I think all he of this, is an American. He is, he is American treasure now. He is as our U.S. champion. Yes, uh, I love that, that stuff with him and Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, uh, so great, amazing. I love it. I love it. It's so it's awesome. So it's two of my favorite. My favorite nineties. Favorite guy to two thousand. Yep, so. amazing. So definitely um, go check out the Grapple Maniacs. You can also check out the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show, Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. Um, and then you can also go uh, check out the Twitch. I'm going to start twitching more. Probably going to be Titanfall or Final Fantasy 15. Just a heads up. You can twitch whatever you want. I could twitch whatever the hell I exactly. want, Sean. I'll, I'll twitch me some Rocket League if I want. Hell yeah. yeah. Get back into that, playing that Yeah, we too. used to play that, yeah. Um, definitely go there, twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast. And then, of course, uh, we have the Ask the Buck segment. Um, the Mega Buck from Retro Game Treasure. He's one of our amazing friends and sponsors of the show. Um, definitely um, send them a question or send us a question um, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com uh, title line ask the buck and um, definitely check that out and then of course we're talking about the happy hour Johnny and Deuce there's not one not two but three hashtags you want to put in your social media choice that is hashtag happy hour podcast podcast sorry I got something in my eye it's been bothering me uh, <laughs> you saw I'm like so you're like <laughs> hashtag happy hour Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And of course, hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later. Yeah.